From Brooklyn, New York, and Hollywood, California, it's the Bacos Lahoot Nanny starring Nate and Adam. This week, on Columbus Day. And now, two guys who did not get eaten by a bear, uh, excuse me, a bird this weekend, Adam Wilson and Nathan Frizzell. Thank you, Emily Ann Heineman, for that ursine introduction. What does ursine mean? Of or having to do with a bear. Excuse me. Oh. Of, oh, yeah. From the of, Latin urs, oh, urso. A burr. Burr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no bears this weekend. That's right. I love uh, uh, a couple of coyotes. Oh, really? Coyotes. Yep. Oh, so, oh, canine. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they just completely destroyed our, our uh, campsite. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it was on the last night, so it didn't matter. Did you see, do you have any uh, servine species out there in California? Yes. I don't know what that means. Deer, Nate, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, we saw we saw a bunch of deer. Mm-hmm. We even saw one in the road that had gotten completely run over and pulverized. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a good bit a good number of critters out there as we can. We saw some, some coons, mm-hmm. uh, some raccoons. Uh-huh. Uh, we we saw um, we saw a hawk, big old fat fucking thing. Must have weighed about fifty pounds. I was like, how did that wow. thing fly in the tree, just sitting there watching us? Wow, an avian species. That's right, and uh, and one tranny. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had a, we had a tranny haunting our mm-hmm. our campgrounds, but, only in California, my friends. But by, by the way, a raccoon, a a, a pro sign species, but a tranny, a um. A um, yeah. uh, te- yeah, well, technically I, I, technically a primate species. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Yeah, we had uh, we had somebody both nights uh, playing uh, playing some pranks on us, uh, mm-hmm. coming in and out of the, um, the 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 woods surrounding our tent in dressing gown, wig, and blackface. Um, blackface. And just popping out of nowhere. Yes, and popping out of nowhere and scaring the shit out of us. Hold on, white person, uh, white person in blackface. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we were like, what the hell is going on here? We were trying to find, for two nights, Adam Wilson, we were trying to find out where this ghost tranny came from. Um, and this on is, the very this is the last cool, night. This is the coolest Scooby-Doo episode I've ever heard. I know, right? <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because we mentioned, like, we're going to find this guy and we're going to rip his wig off. And he's going to be old Mr. Withers from next door. He's going to be like, I would have gotten away with it, too. Um and come to find out, on the third night, we sent a massive search out. And by massive, I mean four of us. Uh-huh. Um, and then we noticed a little black thing underneath my car. And it was the costume. And it was one of our one of our own pulling pranks on us. A very oh, stealthy prank. Oh, okay. We were punked by a member of our own camping trip. And well played, sir. Well, well played. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, uh, before we get to the aftermath of said prank, welcome to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. I am and Adam. Adam Tootenanny Wilson, that is, in Brooklyn, New York, where it is currently 60 degrees Fahrenheit and clear and sunny. 
and I am starring Nick Frizzell in Los Angeles, California, specifically Hollywood, California, specifically the Fairfax District, where it is sunny and clear and 57 degrees. I am bundled up like an Alaskan in Alaska. Mm. Uh, okay, so back to the right. Uh, so back to the uh, you're out in the woods. What what park were you in when you went camping? Well, okay, the bitch of it all is that after all that worry of the shutdown last mm-hmm. week, we get um, all the way up to Big Sur, based on the recommendation of one of the park rangers, mm-hmm. to go to Andrew Malera State Park, only to find out that every campground and campsite in Big Sur, California, is taken. Oh, taken. Reserved, uh-huh. booked. There is no room at the Big Sur Inn. Um, so we had to drive our ass another couple of hours away to go to San Simeon State Park. Mm-hmm. In San Simeon, California, right next to the Hearst Castle on the coast of Central California. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was beautiful, actually. Just a different terrain, different experience than what I had in mind, but it was still great. Was it, was it, was it mountainous? Was it rocky? What was it like? Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you know, it's on the hills. Uh, the, in California, the coastline, just like the mountains, just crash right into the ocean. So we were still in the mountains, but we were on sort of like grassy hillside um, Rather than in Big Sur, it's all like it almost looks like a little small version of the redwoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's all woods and hills and stuff like that. So it's a different terrain, but it was really nice. You know, it was um, the weather was great. It was it, it got warm during the day, but it was chilly at night, like really chilly. Like I need long johns chilly, and I'm not good with the cold, so that was that was rough. But you get out of Los Angeles a little bit, you get away from all that crap. You know. You, Man just has to unwind, Adam. Mm-hmm. We just gotta let loose every now. We gotta go back to nature. We gotta, we gotta get in touch with our roots, and that's what we did. It was great. Excellent. Um, well, I'll tell you what I did over the weekend. This is oh, this is a little unorthodox. Hey, a quick, quick visit. Let's sprint into JD's office really quick. JD's sure. office, real quick. Uh, oh yeah, come pick it. Give us a thing. Okay, um, I said I, I saw Gravity as you asked me Friday on uh, Fizzle Friday. Yes. Um, I really, uh, I really liked it, I, I, and I, I look at, I did look at this uh, a bit uh, differently from other movies, uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, uh, two reasons. One, I have always kind of lived by this theory. This theory is not supported by any level of education. This has always just been how I look at movies, just my viewpoint. There are three elements of making a film, in my opinion. There's writing, mm-hmm. writing, directing, and acting. Um, I think that. Um, uh, writing is always the most important part. That's always what I think. I think that bad acting and bad directing can be sort of fixed by excellent writing. Yeah. I don't think that good write, good acting and good directing, they they can be completely crippled by shitty writing. If there is a shitty sure. script, you are fucked. Uh, because that, I, I don't know. That is the bedrock of it all to me. <laughs> I will say with uh, Gravity... I don't know whether this was a well-written movie or not. I suspect it probably was, but I don't think it mattered because it was, um, it was basically Sandra Bullock acting alone for most of the movie, and she did very well. So whatever the hell she was saying, well, first off, she was alone in space. Obviously, she's going to say a lot of crazy things, so who gives a shit if it was good <laughs> writing or not? How would you know if that's good writing or not? You know what I mean? So, right, um, right, right. Uh, And I thought it was really good. And hey, fuck you, Hollywood. What a cheap-ass way of getting uh, of only giving two people their SAG card. <laughs> Cheap bastards. That was the second way I looked at the movie. But yeah. Uh, Yeah, totally. I liked the movie. It was really nice. 
Yeah, it's it's different, right? Like it's yeah. it's refreshing, and you're just sort of like, wow, you just don't see this very often. Yeah, I'm disappointed that there was no Elton John or David Bowie in the soundtrack. Um, but I, yeah. I would have hoped for uh, a little. Um, um, oh God, why am I blanking on the name of the song? Space Oddity. Ground yeah, Control. Space Oddity. Yeah. Or, ro- or, or Rocket oh. Man. But that's oh, that, that's fine. John. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Man, probably the best fake Bowie song ever. There was a lot of fa- <laughs> there was a lot of fake Bowie in the seventies. A lot of people like, hey, this kid David Bowie. Uh, pretty sweet album he had about space. Let's all, everybody seemed to do one song about space in the seventies, and uh, right. the best one was Elton John doing them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, wasn't that Iggy Pop's whole career? Was, uh, was being uh, Iggy Pop did fake, Iggy Pop did fake uh, strung out Bowie. Um, okay. <laughs> but all, well, often with production of David Bowie, uh, David Bowie and Iggy Pop were good friends. David Bowie produced a lot of Iggy Pop. So they were they were kind of in cahoots with each other. So uh, he was blessed. He was he was given the blessing. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was ripping him off. It was just they were kind of in cahoots. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. that that's all I have. If you got anything else, you want to step out of the office? Uh, I will say, uh, if you want to get in the mood for Halloween, watch American Horror Story. It's okay. good, and it's set in our uh, my hometown in New Orleans. Oh, so, nice. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the season, though. Sure, I might see that. But you know, of course, what I'm going to see to get myself in the Halloween spirit. Uh, but I'm going to go to Harlem and see, of course. Uh, Curry. Uh, America's Sweetheart Curry. That's right. <laughs> Not a movie about Indian spices, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready, brothers and sisters of Harlem. <laughs> Daddy's coming. <laughs> Daddy's coming to 125th Street to the Magic Johnson Nine to watch it with y'all. Oh my God. Oh my God. I have to tell you. Uh, I have to tell you. Since we just got on this, um, on the way up to uh, our camping trip this weekend, we pass up. Uh, we pass the the Southern California wine country. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a winery up in the hills along the freeway as we're driving by named Letitia. Letitia yeah, Winery. That's right. <laughs> my friend my friend Joey in the back. You have to kind of understand Joey to, to get the, the hilarity of this. He doesn't really crack jokes very often. Um, and when, But he goes, he just from the back, very quiet. He just goes, Letitia Winery. I wonder if that's only Moscato. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they make Anderson. That's why they make Yeah, right. <laughs> Letitia Winery. That's uh, that's my mama's friend. Mm -hmm. Right, Mm -hmm. right, right. Yeah. So in the midst of all these like like artistically named like Calira and and uh, Los Las Montañas wineries, there's Letitia. That's right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's Um, all. I just wanted to throw that in there. You'll get toe up on that shit, Nate. Toe, (laughs) toe up, toe. Absolutely toe. (laughs) <laughs> Letitia Winery, come get your drink on. Okay. Uh, we need to step out of JD's office before we piss him off with this stuff. Uh, so long, JD. Thanks. We'll, we'll talk about movies some other time. Um, uh, okay. You know, why don't we just make the A to B jump to this uh, this next little segment because uh, we've got a really focus, Nate. We've got a really focus today on The Probe, starring Nathan Frizzell. Frizzell, Welcome actually. Probe, Nathan Frizzell. Let me try that again. The Probe, starring Nathan Frizzell. How many years have we been friends and you're having trouble saying my name? I only left out the Ara from your last name. Sorry. <laughs> I re- mm-hmm. Well, welcome to the probe where we go deep. I'm your resident probester, Nathan Frizzell. Adam, it has been a sad, sad week in the history of public comments. Uh, you know how I feel about Kanye West. Yeah. You know I'm not, I'm, you know I'm not really the kind of the, the person that would uh, run and, and jump and say something in his defense. Well, because yeah, he's, he's black. No, <laughs> no, because he's um, well, because he's Kanye West. And that's okay. why. Uh, well, th- well, let me just go ahead and read you this story. Um, 
Hollywood fixture, uh, John Palermo, business partner to Hugh Jackman and X-Men Origins Wolverine producer, exposed his bigotry and xenophobia on Facebook this weekend in a series of ignorant statements. When uh, when asked to react to uh, the moving in of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West next door to him in Bel Air, the Los Angeles native posted, quote, there goes the neighborhood. It looks like a poor Persian palace. Where's Kris Jenner when you need her? Hashtag money can't buy a dumb nigga class. Wow. Now, John Palermo is as white as the driven snow. Right. <laughs> well, it's a whole, uh, well, I mean, you know, only since 1894 when Italian people were considered white, but yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. Well, but you look at this guy, he's got blue eyes. Yeah. I feel like his, his Italian heritage has been uh, watered down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I am more obviously Italian than this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in res- later, in response to an article about Anderson Cooper attending the opening of his boyfriend's gay bar, he simply typed hashtag Smells like lube and HIV. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. Well, two things. First off, I, I take I take a great umbrage with um, with the Kanye West comment because I don't think Kanye West is dumb. Second, uh, I take umbrage <laughs> with the second thing because uh, Anderson Cooper likes to go dry. So, okay. No. Whoa. And I I want to ask you. You know this. Um, but I am excited to hear your opinion on this third rant of his. Um, Wait, the same Ju- guy? Hold on, the same guy? Yeah, Wait. oh, yeah, yeah. He was on a tear this weekend. Good God. Yeah, uh, uh, of Julie Chen, the Chinese-American daytime talk show host who's married to CBS chief Les Moonves, who recently admitted having eyelid surgery to help her career. John Palermo wrote, I'm crazy about Julie Chen. Now that her eyes are finally open, she should leave Monster Moonves. Wow. Now that her eyes are finally open. Mm-hmm. This guy was taking no prisoners this week. It kind of makes you wonder if he had like a Mel Gibson weekend where he got really shit-faced at Moonshadows in Malibu and just decided to just let it all fly. Maybe, well, okay, maybe. Yeah, that, that, guy, that guy sounds like a dumbass. That, the, so that's the same guy said all three of those things. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think the last one is the least offensive because he's making fun of plastic surgery. Um, uh well, because mm-hmm. because I mean, her last wait. This is a Chinese chick that got her uh, got her yes okay. Chinese American. Okay, so okay, so a, 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 a an American woman of uh, Chinese uh, ancestry um, had her eyes kind of widened by plastic surgery, and then he said, "Great, now she has her." Okay, and he's commenting on that. I don't. I don't. I think that's fine. I think that's pretty tame. If that's yeah, the but- first of all, if that's the only thing he had said all week, I think no news at all. But being that that's the cherry on top of those other two, then now it's it kind of belongs in that in that uh, category. You know what I mean? Right, right. Oh. Yeah, this guy. I don't know who like what what's going to happen to him from this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because I actually don't. I didn't find this on like a mainstream news source. Mm-hmm. I found this uh, on a on a number of smaller news sources. So that means that the mainstream sources have not picked this up yet. Yeah, which is kind of shady. Uh, so we'll see what happens to this guy. But if you're Hugh Jackman, you got to be slapping your forehead going, what a mm-hmm. fucking retard. Man, he's just screwed me. Yeah. Um, well, and that's not all that's happened this weekend. Uh, perhaps you know the um, 
Oh, that's that. Hold, hold on. I, I will say, and I don't know how much I sp- how much of America I speak for right now, but uh, and maybe I'm just Paul Paul Wilson. I had no idea who this guy was until you just mentioned his name. So, uh, oh no, no, me neither. But uh, but you know, still, um, it's the sort of thing that like he we know his work. We don't know him, but we okay. know his work. So okay, so he's associated with some. I mean, he he's in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a business partner to Hugh Jackman, and he's a producer of a couple ah. of the X Men movies. Okay, I see. I understand. That. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's sort of like a uh, like he's on the other side of the camera, but indirectly, we've all seen his work. We all know his work. All right, I understand. Um, uh, and I'm sure that you're aware of the uh, the race that's going on between uh, the Cory Booker. Mayor of New- Newark, New Jersey, and yep. Steve Lonigan for that right. was that open Senate seat or is it, um, Congress seat? Anyway, yeah. vacant Senate seat. Um, well, one of the senior aides to uh, Steve Lonigan, uh, Rick Shafton, is his name. That's right, Shafton. Nice. Was fired after an explicit tirade to Talking Points memo, which I assume is is, is some sort of um, website, about Mr. Booker's unwillingness to quote take advantage of the perks of his office during interaction the Newark mayor had with a vegan vegan stripper from Oregon. So basically, uh, he starts uh, ranting on on Cory Booker for not uh, hooking up with the stripper that he met. Mm-hmm. And then he concluded that he, quote, tweets like a gay guy, <laughs> referencing a, a Twitter, <laughs> referencing a Twitter exchange between, oh, here's what happened. What did you- <laughs> I'm going to show you, I'm going to send you this, uh, look at the, look at the link that I sent you, uh, this, the second one under the probe. You'll see a picture of this guy that, in, in question. Look at the, uh, the team jersey that he's wearing. Oh, yeah. He's sweater. A- yeah, he's a gump. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, so basically, what happened is Cory Booker met the stripper. He goes on this Twitter exchange with with this uh, uh, this hooker, and it was very innocent. Mm-hmm. I'll quote it to you, uh, Cory Booker. And the East Coast love you, and by the East Coast, I mean me. The stripper named Miss Lee. Well, now I'm blushing, smiley face. Cory Booker responds, "It's only fair." So fairly innocuous, you know, Twitter exchange. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy Rick Shafton, senior aide to Steve Lonigan. Uh, decided uh, to to question Cory Booker's sexuality mm-hmm. in public. <laughs> he got, okay, so here's here's the here's the quote. It was just weird. I mean, to me, you know, hey, if he said, "Hey, you got really hot breasts, man. I'd love to suck on them," then like, yeah, cool. But he didn't like say that. First of all, great vocabulary. That's it was what, kind of what like that's what Shafton said. Yeah. <laughs> it, it continues. It was kind of like I don't know. It was like what a gay guy would say to a stripper. It's the way he was talking to her. It's just like like there was no interest, no sexual interest at all. So okay. basically, he's calling him gay. Uh, no, he's not. No, he's not. Because okay, first off, if if a gump is calling a guy a gay guy, he calls him a fag or a faggot. He doesn't call him a gay guy. <laughs> and he said he's kind of that. That first off, I think that's that. First off, this is stupid. All this is stupid that he said any of this. But but I, when it's when he says it was like what a gay guy would say to a stripper. When I heard you say it in that in that context, I was like, "Oh, that's an excellent point." That was my first thought. So if I'm a huge homophobe, fine, fuck me in the butthole. I don't, you know, whatever. But uh, uh, I I was like, "Yeah, that is that that is how gay dudes talk to strippers." Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I mean, from my experience, and yes, I do know a lot of gay guys and a lot of strippers, and I've heard them converse. And yes, the guy's right. That's how gay guys talk to strippers. Uh, <laughs> That said, fuck this guy, fuck Alabama, he's an idiot. Uh, but actually, that, that's baby steps. You know, for Gumps, that's pretty good. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he said, yeah. he said he said gay guy, not fag. You know, and but like look at this guy though. Like like the fact that anybody that this guy would would step up and call anyone gay. This guy. This looks like a guy who's got little children hidden in his closet somewhere. Don't well, you look, think? Like well, with the with the are, square eighties glasses. Or some uh, or some pesticide that might kill some trees on the South Alabama plains. I mean, he looks a bit like Harvey Updike. But then again, <laughs> just about every sidewalk Bama fan looks like Harvey Updike. Uh, maybe it's unfair to call him a sidewalk fan. I don't know where this guy went to school. I'm going to look this up. What's his name? Rick Shafton? Yeah, Shafton. With an right. A. A. S H A F T A N for all you hoot news yeah. out there who want to do some research yourself. Rick Shafton. <laughs> I just love saying that name. Uh, yeah, it was Rick Shafton. Was he in Taboo, too, with Kay Parker and Honey Wilder? Yeah, right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had a cameo in, in the next three. Okay, I just Googled Rick Shafton, Alabama. I've got nothing. He might have, like, he was uh, in line to be a chance. I like he's worked at Alabama before, or he's been associated with them. Okay, fine. He's not just a sidewalk fan. Um, um, so he's he's not an Adam Hose. He's an actual, real Alabama fan. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he's not faking it. Um, uh, any other stories, or is that it? But uh, no, no, just uh, we, we're running a, a ticker here at the Bike Coastal Hootenanny. The government shutdown is now in day fourteen. So that mm-hmm. is fourteen days without services. Thank you, America. Good. How's your? That's, how, it. Your... That's gonna be it for the pro. Wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. How's your life different? How's your life different from the shutdown? Uh, well, I, as I mentioned, uh, I couldn't go to the, uh, the campground that I, uh, that I planned to because the closing of the national parks sent everybody to the state parks and everything got filled up. So I had to go to a different one. Listen, I shouldn't have to be inconvenienced like this. I want to okay. go sit in hold nature. On. That's all I want to do. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, what is camping, Nate? What is camping? Okay. Now, just, just now if my, the way, let me, let me step out of, let me step out of my whole reality here and like, look at what camping sure. is. Okay, you let's live. Get, let's get into a discussion. Okay, you live in a dwelling with uh, electricity and running water, and food, and shelter, and heat, and air conditioning. Uh, maybe not air Presumably. conditioning, but you don't really need it too much in LA. Um, but you live with uh, the amenities that a human being might need to uh, live a comfortable life, right? That's this is true. And you get so sick of it. You get so sick of your comfort that you go actually pretend that you have nothing. You go out into the woods and pretend that uh, you don't have a house. You pretend that you're you're a uh, you're an animal for a bit, just a bit, right? That's what camping is. You you go to out. To the and, cynic, yes. Okay. Uh, great. Okay. So you had trouble pretending that you weren't. Um, you 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 went and pretended that you weren't living a comfortable life, and it was inconvenient for you to do so because of the government shutdown. So that's what the government inconvenienced you on, right? Mm. Uh-huh. Man, it's terrible, Nate. That's terrible. Spoken like a true man who has never connected to his roots. First off, uh, I've lived in houses that have been supported by tires, and I've lived in houses that have been supported by cinder blocks. That if makes that you a redneck, if not that, a man who's connected to his roots. The hell it don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I have had uh, duct tape for windows before, and again, uh, again, I say redneck. <laughs> that, how? How? What? What's not roots about that? Uh, no, there's a difference. I, no, I'm not saying roots is in like miniseries roots. My I'm point is, roots, I might as like, well have been living in a cave, and uh, you know, I, I'm I, I. What I'm saying is, you are not a man who has taken the time to to voluntarily mm-hmm. step away from your situation and plug back into the earth, my friend. Man, you got to get out there and you got to. You gotta just let the let the trees blow through, let the wind blow through your hair, and let the 
you know, just live under the stars for a little bit. That's that that's what makes that's called going man. hunting, Nate. It's called going hunting, and I've done it a million times. When was the last time you did it? Because I think you've lost a little bit of yourself. About 20 years ago, way before I went yeah, vegetarian. Exactly. But, uh. <laughs> right. See, you need to get back, man. I, you're you're starting to get citified. You hear that? You you um you've lost your your touch with nature. Now you're being cynical, just like all you other New York bitches okay, out there. These are low blows. And these are unnecessary, Adam. sir. I'm saying that you have now claimed to me, you have claimed, come back to us, you say you're further away from Louisiana than I am, you piece of shit. All right, I'm, I I'm don't saying... I mean just to Louisiana. I mean to our people, our type okay, of people. Listen, we're meant to go out right, and well, hope, the stars. All right, well, hopefully the San Andreas Fault does us all a favor and carries your ass out to the ocean. Now, look, let me say to you, Nate, you are saying to me, your words, Nate, your fucking words, you're saying to me that the government shut down made it harder for you to pretend how rich you aren't. That's that's what the government shutdown did to you. No, it just made my my very simple request to just get back get right. back into the, the surroundings that we have plenty of in California. Pretend that you're not made civilized. It more difficult. Right. right, made it more difficult to pretend that you're it not. It doesn't human. have anything to do with economics. It doesn't have anything to do with my riches or my lack thereof. I'm just saying, it has to do with the fact that I need I want a break and I choose to go into the woods mm -hmm. and they made it more difficult because you know what? No man can own a tree. Adam, that isn't wise what? Native American saying oh. and California tells me no. You cannot pitch a tent in these trees because we say so. No man can own a tree. I could go to 42nd and Broadway and buy a tree every Christmas season. Yeah, you no, but you can't own a tree. That's exactly what? No, no, exactly. <laughs> Think about that. Okay, 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 <laughs> um, okay Powhatan. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, good, good quote there. You're all, real spiritual. All, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that. We're so we got millions and millions of acres of, 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 of wilderness in California. Mm -hmm. What gives this government the right to say you can't come here because some fat cats in Washington, D.C. don't want you to because they can't agree with one another? No, hey, sir. Uh, your point is completely fair. That is to say, fur. Your, uh, that, your, your point is perfectly valid. Uh, what I'm Thank getting, you. what that at which I am getting here is that the government has been shut down. The federal government has been virtually shut down for two weeks, and our lives are basically unaffected. So, uh, what's the fuck? First off, what's the fucking problem, and why do we need them to be so big? That's what I'm saying. I say, I, I, oh, honestly, I honestly say this is all an advertisement for small government, because uh, no government at all is just about as good as big, huge uh, Soviet premier government. Uh you will get no argument from me there, sir. Mm -hmm. The only problem is that neither one of our political parties right now are are championing big government. I mean, small excuse me, small government. And you mean uh, you mean the political parties we have in this country, not the ones that we support, because I support neither one of them. Well, I re me, me too. I'm a registered independent, uh, but, uh, but the, I'm, yeah, I'm a registered I'm a registered socialist. But it was uh, it's just a joke. So. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> That's gonna come back to bite you one day. No, no, no. Um, Actually, I think it might end up uh, might end up do, doing the opposite, considering how this country's going. But uh, yeah, hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But I will say this: uh, you know, while the you know while one side, both sides, can continue to say that they're for smaller government and less government. Actually, the Democrats don't really say that, but the Republicans do, and they're so full of shit because they're not. Um, uh, yes, Republicans are um, um, but, uh, secretly not very conservative. Yes. You asked me. You did ask me how my life was different, and I I will say that um, 
I, it's not different. Like my the quality of my life has not <laughs> decreased, but this has affected plans that I had made before the shutdown even happened. Right, and uh, it shut it, it. It affected it in ways that it should not have. It was just I see. dumb. I see. It. It. I'll tell you what. It. Um. It. Um. One, one way it's affected is that the food stamp program is, uh, I think, just kind of like not working right now, uh, which um, now I know there, there, are, there are plenty of people on food stamps who are supposed to be on food stamps, but, you know, war veterans who are disabled or something like that. I, look, yeah. there's, there's plenty of people who kind of have to be on food stamps. Uh, I'm of the belief that, you know, a majority of people on food stamps uh, can suck my balls. Um, and uh, and uh, so I, I pissed off, like, you know, when, when you immerse yourself in a world where 95% of your friends lean to the left politically, you piss off your friends when you opine on anything, which I did. And I said on Facebook yesterday, I was like, you know, you don't need food stamps to feed your condom. <laughs> and, uh, and then and then somebody was like, yeah, yeah. somebody brought uh, like religion into the argument. You know, some people don't, you know, their, their religion you know, doesn't, uh, you know, you're not supposed to use condoms or something like that. So I said, like, you don't need food stamps to feed your pearl necklace. <laughs> don't need food stamps to feed your spider web. All right. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> your mouth can't get pregnant if you're on food oh, stamps. Well. If you're on food stamps, don't have kids, dumbasses. If you're on yeah. food stamps, you're not supposed to have kids. That's it. Well, this is, a, this is a whole other issue that you and I, I think, could go on and on about. I, I, I'm with you that um, there are certain people who need uh, food stamps and welfare and government assistance, mm -hmm. and then there are plenty who take advantage of the system. And you know uh, why? And you know why? And you know why I say don't have kids of your own food stamps? Not because of any moral thing. I'm just saying because as we, the government cannot be relied on to take care of your children, as we're as we're seeing right now. Do yeah. not expect anybody else other than yourself to take care of your own fucking Yeah, kids. it's just bad. It's just poor planning if mm -hmm. you're going to rely on the government for anything. Mm -hmm. You know, you right. got to get out there and make that, – that's that's why I'm not a government employee. <laughs> that's why most <laughs> government employees are miserable. Really? Because you, you don't want to wear a, a green weave and have like three-inch long nails to go, next, next, <laughs> wear your glasses, honey. Yep. <laughs> uh, excuse me, ma'am, you, is your window open? No, I'm on my lunch break. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um I just you didn't have a closed set. I don't care. I'm sit don't you see me? I'm sitting here. I'm not open for business. <laughs> All right, we gotta take a break though. That was the probe starring Nathan Frizzell. Good job, sir. Uh that was good probes today. That was good probe today. Um good probe. Yeah, I, I thought we, we probed very mm -hmm. deep today. Uh-huh. Um uh speaking of probe, I gotta take a dump. So let's take a quick oh, break. We'll oh. be back in uh in just a minute. Uh basketball Dave is here. He's going to do uh, first down and balls with us in our next segment. So I uh, can't wait for that. We'll talk a little bit about uh I don't know if you watched any sports this past weekend, Nate, but we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, stick around. Stick around. Hootenears. You're listening to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. Here at the Red Stick Podcast, we're more than just a trio of debased guys drinking and swearing into a microphone. We also explore more enlightened topics like science and technology. If they could put the technology of a woman saying, come in my pussy, into intergalactic space travel, we would have colonized the universe by now. So join us every week for the Red Stick Podcast on iTunes or at theredstick.com. Dropping science like Galileo dropped the orange. Hola, greetings, guten tag, hello. You like laughing? Of course you do. You're not a fascist, or maybe you are. But even fascists like a good joke now and then. The Family Dinner Comedy Troupe is ready to provide that fascist joke in addition to many patriotic ones and a number of morally neutral humorous comments. The Family Dinner is the premier improvisational comedy troupe of Baton Rouge. We perform weekly at the local laser tag. 
Join us Friday nights for sketch, music, and extemporaneous fun with audience interaction and very little personal injury. Check us out online at facebook.com slash familydinnerimprov. Starring Nate and Adam. Adam is freshly back from a nice piss trip. Or, excuse me, you were taking a uh, number two, weren't you? Yep, no solids. Atta boy. That, that means you got a healthy diet going on. I'm proud of you. It's a healthy diet of Coke Zero is what it is. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, Coke Zero, man, that stuff's going to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm trying to die of rectal cancer first because I don't want prostate cancer to get me. Uh, well, well, listen, as long as they catch it early, it ain't that bad of a thing. I heard that. The recto, rectal's bad whenever you get it. But prostate, mm -hmm. if they catch it early, you're fine. Mm -hmm. uh, this all sounds horrifying. It is. No, cancer, no matter what kind it is, is, is terrible. So, uh, don't, so basically what I'm saying is cut out the Coke Zero. Drink regular Coke. At least that's just going to make you fat and possibly diabetic. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of, uh, well, Coke Zero is not going to make you fat. Uh, Coke. No, no, I'm talking about regular Coke. Oh, yeah, regular Coke, definitely. Coke Zero. Coke Zero will give you cancer. Yes. It reminds me of a, of a time I was insensitive about cancer uh, with a girl I was dating uh, a while back, and uh, I had to go do a comedy show, and the girl was like, Adam, take me to bed right now. Take me, lover. And I was like, no, I got to go, go do a gig. And she was like, come on, I want you to do me so bad right now. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great, but I have to go do a show right now, and I'm going to be late if I don't leave right now. And she's like, Adam, please. And I don't think she was really horny. I think she was just bad at not getting her way. She's a spoiled little bitch. Anyway, and so wow. I said, no, I have to go. I can't. You have to let me. I have to go right now. I'm sorry. And she says, Adam, you're giving me the female version of blue balls. And I said, ovarian cancer? Oh, <laughs> whoa. I mean, yeah. you know, I thought you were going to tell me a much worse story than that, but that's still pretty insensitive. Right. Well, but, then, but then guess what she ended up having? I'm kidding. Oh, no. no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, well, you just bought your ticket to hell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, great. Okay, back back to you, Nate. You're talking about something? Oh, no, 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 no. I was just saying I'm proud of you for, for uh, keep staying regular during the middle of the uh, Bicosal Hootenanny. But, uh, hey, let's let's stop fussing around with poop talk and cancer talk. Let's. Uh, why don't you just take us into everybody's favorite segment? Show us your balls. Welcome to Balls. I am Adam Tootenanny Wilson, America's Balls Caster. Uh, Nate, did you watch any sports this weekend? Uh, unfortunately, they did not have television reception in San Simeon State Park. So Good. no, I did not. Do you know you don't know anything about what happened? Uh, you mean just in general or specifically? No, I, I I know some results, but that's about it. Oh, you don't know any results about like NFL games from this past weekend? Oh well, no, I I was able to catch the last couple of games last night. Okay, but like, do you know what about you know things that games that might have kicked off at four twenty-five p.m. Eastern time yesterday? In, oh, yeah. in in the New England region of the country? Yeah, I do know about that. Yeah, that sucked. Anyway, back to but uh, for the for the good news first. Hey, Nate, uh LSU beat Florida seventeen to six Saturday. Uh Hell yeah. great job by the defense. LSU kept Florida out of the end zone for the entire sixty minute game. You know when the wow. la you know when the last time you know when the last time LSU kept Florida from scoring a touchdown was? I do not. Your father was on the defense, Tommy Frizzell. Well, that was 1979. Wow. Yep. Wow. Let me ask you. That's pretty amazing. 
Um, let me. That's my dad, though. Mm-hmm. He does amazing things. Let me ask you a question. Wasn't that the same score by which we lost to Florida when Brian West's team won the national championship that season? No, nineteen to seven. Okay, in, it was in, close. In, in right, I thought it was. Uh, and speak, right. speaking of Brian West, our kick-ass guest from last week. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian's hair. Um, Brian's her. Uh, yeah, they did do the tribute. I saw. I saw. Uh, it was good to see a good little shot of Brian standing next to old West Monroe um, offensive lineman uh, Rodney Reed, uh, who, oh, nice. was, uh, who was there too. Um, absent was Andrew Whitworth, who was in Cincinnati um, preparing for his game the next day, which was yesterday. I ended up watching the most of the Bengals and Bills game yesterday at a Bengals bar, and I saw a guy with an Andrew Whitworth jersey and I took a took a picture with him. So that was nice. Nice. They love Andrew Whitworth in Cincinnati because he's the only person in the history of Cincinnati who has made a positive news story. Everybody gets everybody <laughs> gets busted for weed and wife beating and killing people and stuff like that in Cincinnati. <laughs> Andrew Whitworth is just a good guy. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. So He's all reliable. Yeah. Good on you, Andrew. And a bunch of bullshit happened uh, just outside of Boston yesterday that I don't want to talk about. Okay. Um, and uh, some more bullshit happened last night in Boston where uh, the Red Sox tied up the Tigers and are uh, tied in the ALCS. One to one heading three games in Detroit. Uh, I fear that we're going to end up with a Red Sox and Dodgers World Series, and it is just going to be jerk off fest 2000. Oh, is that your is that your prediction or is that just what you fear? That's my uh, it is my prediction, and I do fear it. Um, Also, hey, happy 10th anniversary, Steve Bartman, by the way, today. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that what do you mean? Yo, come on. Ten years ago today. Cubs playing the Marlins in Game Five of the National League Championship Series, and you seriously don't remember this? And this foul ball goes over into Wrigley Field, and this guy oh, in a turtleneck. Oh yes, of course. That I was just 10 didn't years recognize ago today. his name. Oh, the poor guy. That is why I shan't err. I shall ne'er, ne'er, <laughs> folks, vote for the Chicago Cubs because of the way ner ner shall I root for the Cubs because of the way those assholes treated that good man. And uh, he's still in exile. He's still a mystery, and I feel sorry for him. He's a uh, um, I God. I'd hope to meet him one day and just talk to him about some stuff. But uh, he's in like the witness protection program now. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, let's welcome a, uh, a special guest uh, for this uh, next segment. Uh, of course, we know what we're gonna get into. Uh, Basketball Dave, David Fulce, uh at David Fulce on Twitter, BayouBinglesInsider.com, staff writer. Dave, how you doing? Adam, what's up, man? I'm on some road I don't know the name of on the side of the road, but I just know it's between Baton Rouge and Natchez. What parish are you in? What parish are you in? Uh, I'm in Mississippi, so I'm in Wait. counties. Oh, I know where you are. You know where you are? You're in Adams County, Mississippi. That's where you are, actually. And I know I'm past Woodville. I know oh, you're that. past Woodville. That. Then you're in Wilkinson County, and you are on Highway 61, Nate. A very scenic highway. The Blues Highway, in fact. Um you were on the Wait. same. You're, you're on the same road that Bessie Smith died on. So be careful. Who's Bessie Smith? Fucking great. What the fuck, you dude? She was. Uh, uh, Bessie. What? Are you serious? Bessie Smith. Um, uh, blues singer. A great blues singer from Mississippi. She was great. She was a beautiful oh. woman. Great woman. Hmm. One, of the, one of the best voices ever. Um, anyway, look. Hey, uh, quickly, Dave, so we can get to the next thing. Tell us about uh, what happened in the bathroom in the press box Saturday. Quickly. Okay, Nate, you'll love this. You know, there's the three-bathroom stall, and it's okay. in the press box for an LSU game, and I'm in there, and in walks your favorite announcer and mine, Vern Lundquist. And nice. I guess, it, 
I got to pee next to Vern Lundquist. I'm thinking, how does that go on my resume? Does that go under special skills, references, you know, qualifications? I'm trying to figure he, out how did, I can incorporate that. Did he did he chortle at himself while he was peeing? <laughs> he did he did not. He just looked oh straight He just oh looked my. straight straight ahead, like you're supposed to do. How big was his how big was his hog? Come on, you know you took a look. I did not look. Don't lie. Dave, you're, you're amongst friends here. It's just the three of us. Just, just, just tell us. I did not look. Uh, for our hootenears who are not into sports, who don't know who we're talking about, that's Vern Lundquist from Happy Gilmore. Um, so just, just go with that. Okay. Uh, great little anecdote, Dave. Wish we could elaborate a little more, but you didn't take a look, and we don't have that much time left. And now it's time for a little thing we like to call first down and do it. Nate, Let's do it. First for the results last week, uh, Brian West picked with us. He made four errors. His Hawaii Rain, his Hawaii Rainbows, his Hawaii Warriors lost to your UNLV running Rebels. His Arizona Wildcats lost to my Southern California Trojans. His Oklahoma Sooners lost a big game at the Cotton Bowl yeah. to my Texas Longhorns. And his Atlanta Falcons, holy crap, lost to your Nate's New York Jets. Nate, you made three. You made three errors yourself. Your East Carolina Pirates lost to Brian's Tulane Green Wave. Your New York Jets lost to my Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh got their first win yesterday. And your Jesuit Blue Jays lost to my Holy Cross Tigers. I made four errors myself. My Texas State Bobcats lost to your Nate's Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. My Georgia Bulldogs lost to Brian's Missouri Tigers. What the hell? My Houston Texans lost to Brian's St. <laughs> Louis Rams. I know. And my New Orleans Saints, unfortunately, lost to Brian's New England Patriots. The score from last week, uh, Brian 4, Nate 4, me 3. So congratulations, Nate. You kind of tied for first for once. You actually didn't suck this week. So good job. Oh, hush. And uh, that means the uh, <laughs> uh, the score, the cumulative score for the year is uh, me 45, Nate 8. So, <laughs> I'm gaining. I'm Any, gaining on you. Anybody's ball game. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, we've got a big game this week between Florida State and Clemson, so I figured we'd put the Atlantic Coast Conference in there. Plus, maybe to give a nod to uh, the only uh, the only major college football team in the state of New York, the Syracuse Orange. So we're gonna put the we're gonna put the ACC uh, in the picks this week. Uh, Dave, you ready to go? Ready to roll. Great. Uh, I was born first. Dave, you were born second. Nate, you were born third. That's one, two, three. The random number is. One, I shall start right now mm. with the Atlantic Coast Conference. Basketball Dave, I'll take my Miami Hurricanes over your North Carolina Tar Heels. Nate, I will take my Georgia Tech rambling wreck yellow. I don't forgot their names over your Syracuse Orange. Yellow, how did you? Jackets. Okay. <laughs> yellow jackets. All right, well, <laughs> I will take my Virginia Cavaliers over Adams Duke Blue Devils. Uh, basketball Dave, I'll take my Maryland Terrapins over your Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Nate, I will take my Pittsburgh Panthers over your I'm glad I didn't pick Old Dominion because I don't know their mascots. <laughs> Monarchs, you idiot. Monarchs. It is Monarchs. Oh, how'd you know that? Yeah, it is Monarchs. Did you look that up? <laughs> no. Okay, go, Nate. Uh, it was just a wild guess. Um, I, uh, I will take my Clemson Tigers over Adams, Florida State Seminoles. Bold pick, and that's the ACC onto the state of Louisiana. I've got the board. I'm going towards Nate. Nate, I'll take my North Texas Mean Green over your Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Uh, that's fine. I will take my uh, ULL Region Cajuns over Dave's Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. And that's the state of Louisiana onto the Southeastern Conference. Dave, you have the board. Go towards Nate. Nate, I will take my South Carolina Gamecocks over your Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, that's just fine and dandy because I'm going to take my Georgia Bulldogs over Adams Vanderbilt Commodores. 
Nate, I'm going to take my Florida Gators over your number two in Adams' computer poll, Missouri Tigers. Nate, I will take my Texas A&M, I hate you, Johnny Manziel's, over your Auburn Tigers. That's Aggies, Dave. Okay, good. Uh, that's fine. I'm going to take my uh, number one Alabama Crimson Tide over Adams' Arkansas Razorbacks. Basketball, Dave, I'm going to take my Louisiana State Fighting Tigers over your Ole Miss Rebel Black Bears, and I'm going to make that my Lock of the Storm. <laughs> and that's the Southeastern Conference, rounding out the rest of my top 14. Uh, Dave, you've got the board go towards me. Adam, I will take my Louisville Cardinals over your Central Florida. Central. Come on, Golden Knights. Come on, Dave, you're better than this. Nate, I'm going to take my Texas Tech Red Raiders over your West Virginia Mountaineers. That's fine. I'm going to take my Oregon Ducks over uh, Dave's Washington State Huskies. Adam, I will take my UCLA Bruins over your Stanford Cardinal. Bold pick. Da uh, Nate, I'm going to take my Ohio State Buckeyes over your Iowa Hawkeyes. Okay, that's fine. I will take my Baylor um, white men over Dave's Iowa State uh, nothings. That's Bears Burrs over Cyclones, you idiot. God, Nate, come on. you got to be better than this. <laughs> uh, and that is the top 14. On to the National Football League. Dave, you've got the board. Go towards Nate. Nate, I will take my Indianapolis Andrew Lux over your San Diego Superchargers. Uh -huh, that's Colts. Nate, go. Uh, all right. Uh, all in, in, a, in a tough pick this week, I'm going to actually take the um, Seattle Seahawks. No, I'm not. Fuck it. I'm not taking a Pete Carroll team. Never, ever, never, never. At the detriment of my own score, I will take the Arizona Cardinals over Adams Seattle Seahawks. Good job taking less than five minutes to make that pick, Nate. Uh, Dave, I'll take my San Diego Chargers over your Jacksonville Jaguars. Nate, I will take Miami Dolphins, my Miami Dolphins over your Buffalo Bills. That's fine. I will take my New England Patriots over Adams, New York Jets. Dave, I'll take my Kansas City Chiefs over your Houston Texans. Nate, I will take my Pittsburgh Steelers over your Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, you sure about that? Okay, never mind. Going on. Um, I will take my, oh, geez. I'll take my Denver Broncos over Adams, Indianapolis Colts. Bold pick, Dave. I'm going to take my Cincinnati Bengals over your Detroit Lions. Nate, another bold pick here. I'm taking my Tennessee Titans over your San Francisco 49ers. Oh, look at you. All right. Well, I am going to take my Green Bay Packers over Adams Cleveland Browns. Nate, uh, Dave, I'll have my Atlanta Falcons over your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nate, I'm taking my Carolina. I hate you, Cam Newtons, uh, over your St. Louis Rams. Ah, that's Panthers, Dave. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will take my uh, my. Dallas Cowboys over Adams Philly Eagles. <laughs> and that's the NFL. On to the high school ranks in Louisiana. We're going to each pick our own high school. I've got the board. I'm going towards Nate. Nate, I'll take my West Monroe 38-year-old Rebels over your Ruston Bearcats. Well, I'm going to be a bad Blue Jay, and I'm going to take my Shaw Eagles over my Jesuit Blue Jays. Ouch. That's over Dave's Jesuit Blue Jays. Dave, your pick. Adam, I will take my Ponchatoula Green Wave over my Slidell Tigers. Wow, we got some shitty alumni here, don't we? All right. <laughs> yeah, well, we have some realistic alumni okay. here. Let's just put it that way. And that was first down balls. God, I love this game. Speaking of you which, speaking of which, hold on, hold on. West Monroe has won 22 straight over Ruston, by the way, and this will be 23 straight. So, hey, Josh Pinkston from Ruston, Louisiana, suck my balls, boy.
Um, there you go. Does that have anything to do with the... Never mind. I'm not going to bring this up again. We've talked about this too many times. Mm -hmm. The fact that your players should actually be playing in the NCAA, but that's okay. They all do that up there. They all do that up there. It's not just West Monroe. Uh -huh. Dave, are you, uh, Dave, are you driving now? Yeah, I'm driving now. I don't have to look at anything, so I'm good. Okay, great. All right. Excellent. <laughs> hey, look, safety first, Dave. Safety first. Mm -hmm. But Dave, uh, Dave, you are south of Woodville, Mississippi, yes? Uh, I think I'm, no, I'm north of Woodville, Mississippi. I passed Woodville. Oh, you are going north. Okay, great. Okay, well, Dave, what, what, you, what, you were saying something about liking this game or something? No, that was me. Oh, yeah, yeah, Nate. Well, talk. No, I was just saying I love this game. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's football. I love it. It's, you know, you, we, can, we can bet on things. We can make calls. We can make decisions and feel like complete asses when we get it wrong. But then we feel like the kings of the world when we get it right, you know? Correct. I, I'm, I'm, I'm currently first, ranked first in two out of the three fantasy football leagues that I'm playing in, and I love that. Excellent. Yeah, I'm crap. I am one and four. Oh, God, you're even worse than me in my third league. You're, you're, you're just the pits of the world. Uh, okay, so well, hey, uh, again, that's David Fulce, uh, BayouBigglesInsider.com staff writer. You can follow him at David Fulce. Dave, uh, we're going to have to say so long because I, I can't hear myself think with your fucking V8 engine running. Okay? Yeah, and this fucking wind tunnel coming out of your mouth or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, All right, fellas, thanks. All right, go Tigers. Thank you. Basketball do false, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Back to, uh, let's close out the show because we got to go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anything coming up for you? Uh, no, uh, fuck, I don't know. I, I can never remember. This is always a trick question. Um, I got a, got a, a Air Sex Commissioner Chris True on 290 Tuesday tomorrow. Uh, Very lovely. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk some funny basketball stuff. It's uh, it's one you you want to hear this. It's it's gonna be a fun episode. I promise. Well, as always, uh, download that on iTunes, listen on Stitcher, or go to theregtech.com and stream it live. Um, you got Apple TV. You can put it on in the background while you do your chores. That's what I do. Um, you can follow my co-host, Adam Tootnanny Wilson, uh, at Tootnanny on the Twitter. Um, you can follow me, at Nathan Frizzell on the Twitter. Uh, stay tuned on Tuesday for Tootnanny Tuesday and on Friday for Frizzell Friday, where both of us fly solo and do our own little thing. But fear not, because we will always come back to the Bicoastal Hootenanny on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And hey, Nate, um, this yeah. week this week on the Red Stick Podcast, uh, Talk 107.3 FM in Baton Rouge's Brian Haldane is on the Red Stick Podcast with uh, Jeremy and Sonny. So that's going to be that's going to be an interesting episode. Fantastic! That's mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, legitimizing this network, are mm -hmm. we? Um, uh, that's going to do it this week uh, for Adam Wilson in Brooklyn, New York, and Dave Fulce in Wilkinson County, Mississippi. I'm Nate Frizzell in Hollywood, California. Nay, the Fairfax District. To all of our friends back home and everyone in between, we say swing toi. Email us your questions, comments, corrections, and whatever. It's Columbus Day. Forget about it. To Nate and Adam at theredstick.com. Or call us at 225-244-9469. This has been the Bicoastal Hoop Nanny, starring Nate and Adam. Next week, Adam reminds us that Old Miss has no black football alumni with SEC championship rings. Visit us at theredstick.com 
or subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow the show on Twitter at Hoop. This has been a production of The Red Stick.